Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I am Coach Janine with Motherhood Mess Unfiltered. And this is the second month of 2024. And we are going a little bit further down the pathway with God where he's taking steps with us and he's giving us steps. And when you think of steps, I'm more of a visionary. And so a lot of things that God talks to me or to to anyone who he talks to visually, um, sometimes it, it's a little bit harder to figure your steps out, right? And so when you think of steps, you think of walking upward, walking downward. But the kind of steps that I'm talking about are the steps you take one at a time from your left foot to your right foot, from your right hand to your left hand. You know, these types of things, right? And so, as I was actually thinking about it, I I actually began to reflect on steps I've taken previously with God. And God has been reminding me all week, all week this week about um, previous steps I've taken with the Father. Previous times you had to trust me. Previous times you didn't know and you just believed Right. And so I was thinking about and reflecting on when I quit my job, my what I would call my nine to five job. I am more of a contractor now. Right. So about three or four years ago, I was at work one night and the Lord asked me a question. He said, because I was having contemplations in my mind and in my heart, I felt. I felt the push of God and I felt the pull of God at the same time. I don't know how to explain that, but I felt God pushing me to the brink of, of what I wanted, but I also felt him pulling me in away from something I didn't want. Right. So I was talking to the Lord one night at work and I was having um, a discussion with the Lord and I was like, healthcare, and a lot of things about healthcare were on my mind. And I was telling the Lord, Lord, I'm so tired of this. Lord, I'm so tired of this. You know, we tell that to the Lord and we say it out loud all the time. And the Lord said, well, what do you want? And I said, well, I don't want this anymore. I'm tired of this. I'm, this causes me stress. This causes me aches and pains. This, oh, and I'm telling the Lord all these things, right? You know what he simply says? He says, then leave. And I said, wait a minute. You want me to leave? And I and I ended up having a long, a very long dialogue with the Lord. And what I learned was, I knew I needed to leave. I wanted to leave. But my belief system, in my belief system, it was about to cause a crash in my mind because all of a sudden I was in full belief that this was the system I needed to be in to be taken care of. Well, you know, we kind of grew in the system where you go to school, you go to college, you get your education, you take care of things, you have your 401k, you retire, you die, you know, and this is the belief, right? And so as that belief has been in my mind because it was beaten into us as children that this is the way you 
take care of yourself, the Lord had to assure me and had to take me through a season of leaning on him after this. Let me tell you how this step went. And then I'm going to go a little further. So I didn't even realize that I needed to take this step with God because God had to take. Have you seen the the meme where you have a little girl holding a teddy bear behind her back because she doesn't want to give it to Jesus while Jesus is holding a teddy bear 50 times the size of that bear and and he's asking for the bear. He says, if you give me this and trust me, I'll give you something way better, you know, and I had to trust God like that. I had to trust him that if I gave him everything I had, that he was going to give me something better. And I gave up a six figure income. I gave up. um, I'll say this. When you walk away from a healthcare job in the middle of being needed, it causes great stress and great frustration. And when I did that, and that's exactly what I did, me and the Lord talked all night because I worked a night shift job. And as the night went on, I did one little thing after another. I cleaned out my locker. And then, of course, I went and sat in the corner and cried because I was like, oh, my God, I'm really doing this. And the next thing I know, as I did one more thing for God, I went and cleaned out my mailbox. Then I went and cleaned out my email. Then I went and cleaned out my operating room. Then I went and cleaned out my shoe corner where, you know, you keep your shoes at. And these types of things, every time I did a little bit more, I felt like I was doing something wrong and doing something right at the same time. Because my belief system my family, my circle of friends, my, the circle of people that I had to be around, they're going to think you're crazy, Janine, because you're walking away. You're just walking away. And in my heart, I didn't feel like I was walking away. I felt, felt like I was giving up on my future. And I had my future as the teddy bear behind my back. And Jesus had the future he has for me behind his back. And I thought I was the only one who had my most best intentions at heart, but Jesus did too. So I had to learn to trust him in a way that would release my hold on number one, what I believe I need, which is You know, my 401ks, my TSPs, the things I set up. Now, these things are nice to have. Yes, they are. But I have my trust in them. And see, the thing between you and God is if God finds you trusting in something other than him, you have more than likely made it an idol. And so God was breaking down my idolization. And it took him a whole 24-hour night to do it. But it took getting me to the brink of almost hating my job to do it. And so once I got to the point where I relinquished the job, now here's the funny thing about that. Nobody knew I had quit. The only person who knew was me in my heart and it caused me great stress and great, um, almost frustration within my soul because I had a belief system that God was breaking apart. 
Once I let go of the job, I began to leave. And I went and sat in my car and I cried looking at that building from the parking lot. And I said to myself, this will be the last time I come here in this capacity. And I cried on my way home. And I get about a mile uh, into the city that's neighboring my city because I work about an hour and 15 minutes from home at the time. I was, I'm still, a, I was still traveling, but not traveling in the capacity that I am now because I'm no longer attached to hospitals because I'm a solid contractor. But at that moment in time, on my way home, I felt like I had broken every rule that I've ever followed as far as self, uh, employment, self care, all of these things, but God had changed my mind. Because he had to give me greater. And before God can give you greater, he's got to change your mind about what you think about it. The reason he's got to change your mind is because if God gives you the new thing with the old mindset, the new thing will crash. The old mindset or the old mindset will dis, dis, uh, what's the word? It'll water down your new blessing until you don't even see it as a blessing anymore. Because when I, when the Lord put the thought of contracting on my mind, I said, oh Lord, I got to deal with contractors. That's really, really hard because now you have to have a lot more wisdom in, in, in certain realms. So you can't, so you won't be taken advantage of, right? But I'm speaking at that point, I was, I'm speaking from past the point of understanding that God's going to take care of me in it. At this point, where I quit my job and I'm on my way home. I have a lot of money in my bank account, right? And so I get to this this red light and the Lord says, turn to your right. And I look and I see a grocery store and the Lord says, go blow every dime in your account at the grocery store. And I'm like, wait a minute, Lord. You just told me to quit my job. I just quit my job. Nobody knows I quit yet. But I literally cleaned up my locker, cleaned out everything. If you looked at that place, you could walk all over there. I had been working for 18 years in that place. And if you would have went and looked in there, you wouldn't have found a remnant of me anywhere. Anywhere. Because that's how good I cleaned myself out of that place by the time I left that night, that morning. I'm sorry. But as I'm driving out, so the Lord tells me to do this thing. And I'm like, okay, let me go to the grocery store. Listen. This is how you know that when God gives you a step and he takes you and he's walking with you through these steps he's asking you to do, you know he's with you. I turned to go into the grocery store. There's not another car in the parking lot. So I'm like, I don't even know the store is open. So I drive into the store and I go park and I walk in. I'm the only shopper at the grocery store. And I don't live, and at the point, at that point, I'm in a place that has lots and lots of traffic and foot traffic and all kinds of things. And so I was just taken back at the fact that I was the only person there. And I said, okay, God, I'm going to blow my budget. And I did. I filled up two grocery carts full of groceries, and I went to get a third. And here's here's the God part. As I'm walking, a store employee walks up to me. Hey, I'll take this to the front if you want to keep shopping. And then when you're, when you're finished, you can just bring your other basket up and we'll do that too. And, and I'm from the inner city where people don't even talk to you when you walk in the store. And, and sometimes when you greet them, they, 
they seem upset that you even greeted them. So this transaction of words for me just kind of stirred up the spirit of God in me more. Because I said, oh God, this never happens. I I'm, I was, in my, at the time, I think I was maybe 40 or 40, 39 or 40. And I'm having this experience where I've never been in a grocery store where people treat me as if I'm the best in the store. And they're like treating me like a, what I would call a queen. Yes, ma'am. I'll take that. Yes, ma'am. I'll go do this. Yes, ma'am. And I took it to the front and the young man, I've never had this happen now. The young man says, ma'am, can I have your keys? I'll go put your groceries in your car. And I thought to myself, well, yes, you know what, what cars are in the parking lot because I'm the only customer in the store. And I, and they were looking at me funny because the entire time I was there, I was crying and I, and they didn't ask me why I wasn't crying because I was sad. I was crying because they did not know that God had done so much with me in 24 hours. And so I get to the thing and this is the best part. I didn't count one dime. The Lord just told me to go blow my budget. And so I just put a bunch of stuff in the cart in three different carts and I took it to the front and God is so good and so kind that even when I went to pay for my groceries, I paid for them and it took every dime in my account except for $12, right? And so I'm standing there talking and the clerk's looking at me and I go to walk away with my receipt after they've already taken everything to my car and she gives me flowers and I will never forget this day because it was St. Patrick's Day, I believe 2020 because they were all green. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I can't afford those. And she looks at me and she says, and it gets me every time she said this, ma'am, I paid for those. And she gave them to me and she said, God told me to give them to you because you had a really hard night last night. And she had no idea that it was one of the hardest nights in my life. Because I chose to give up the world. I chose to give up everything that night. For what God wanted. And I walked to my car. And I'm just thanking God. Even though I gave up everything. I thank you God. Because I know I'm doing the right thing. Even while I'm feeling like I made the worst decision in my life, right? Forgive the tears, it just happens. So um, I get in my car and this is the same day. It has not even been a full 24 hours yet. <clears throat> so I'm getting in my car and I'm driving home. And about 15 minutes after I get from the grocery store, I get a phone call from a, a friend who lives in another state. And she says, oh my God, girl, I had a really cool dream about you and I have to tell it to you because I'm on my way to work and I'm getting ready to have to get off the phone. And she has no idea. I'm on the other end crying in my car on my way home. I don't say a word to her. I'm just, you know, I put the mask on and I'm pretending that I'm, nothing's wrong. 
and she says, honey, I was laying in my bed and she said, I see this bright light and I see you in it. And she says, you walk in my room, in my dream, and everything in my room begins to worship God. The walls begin to worship God. The blankets and the sheets and the curtains begin to praise God. And she said, and you came and sat on my bed. And when you sat on my bed, she said, even my arms blew up and they began to worship God. And she said, you said three words to me. God is pleased. And there's nothing like knowing that your worst decision has pleased God. Because you gave up who you were for what he wants. And all of a sudden, I just had this joy in the middle of my hardest step. And I'm driving home again. I get off the phone because I can't even talk to her, right? You know how it is when the Lord is on you. So I get to her. I can't even, I mean, I'm getting off the phone because I can't even talk. And she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I have to call you back. And so I get home and I'm exhausted because I've worked a 12 hour, a 12 hour night shift with the Lord chiseling away at my belief system. Right. And I get to my house. I put everything away. It's I've, probably been up for like 18 hours at this point and I lay down and anxiety beats me like uh like a switch <laughs> it just stings and it wakes me up every couple of minutes you ain't gonna be able to afford college for your kids you ain't gonna be able to afford groceries next month you're not gonna be able to you're not gonna be able to and the thing was this, these were the anxieties that caused me to be such a great worker in the first place, right? But what ended up being the most hurt, I'm not going to say it hurt, but it did because I had to give up what I believed, what I wanted, what I thought was my future, what I thought was going to be great. And I had to give all of that up. And what it meant for me was that it cleaned me completely out Mentally, physically, and spiritually. And all of a sudden, and financially, I'm sorry. When I got in my bed, I realized, God, I am leaning on you for everything. I don't have a job. I don't have anything in my bank account. I don't have my hope anymore. Like, you have to give me my dream now. And I lay down in my bed and this is how good God is. Four hours later, I was called with a job opportunity that led me in the direction where I am right now. And I learned that the hardest thing you will ever do is trust God. And the thing is, is that I took this giant step with God. And it caused my entire life to change. It changed my circle of friends, my circle of people. 
It changed how my family saw me. It changed how my church saw me. It changed everything. And I had to recalibrate to being on the level of, God, I have to trust you for everything. Instead of, oh, I'm going to go do this myself and make sure I take care of myself. Now I have put my lean all the way on God, right? And so I just want you to remember this. That even sometimes you may feel like you are making the worst decision of your life. Trust God. Because he has things in store. And he has things waiting and he has blessings on Blessed Boulevard, but he's got to get you from doing it yourself, Boulevard, to relying on him and putting him back in his proper position. God is supposed to be the one who provides for us. God is supposed to be the one who does certain things. Allow him to be him. Allow him to love you. Give him back his proper place in your life. I love you. God bless you. May God make his face to shine upon you and give you peace today and knowing that whatever step he has you taking, it may break your belief system. It may break your the desire you had for your life. It may break some things down and some people down. It may break a foundation down. But just know, before God builds you up, he does have to break you down so you don't squander the blessing in your old belief system. So I love you guys. God bless you. May God make his face to shine upon you today and give you everlasting peace in the realm of knowing that you can trust him with everything. God bless you. And may God make his face to shine not just on you, but through you today. In Jesus' name. And we'll see you next week, my family, where we'll go a little bit further into talking about taking steps with the Father. Until next time, be blessed.